0: Welcome to the Grace for This City Podcast. We're helping you turn your cities upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. Right. Hey, this is the Grace for This City podcast. I'm your host, Justin. Hey, we are helping you turn your cities upside down. How are we doing that? Well, we are giving you scriptural motivation and strategies so you, my friend, can get out there and get some stuff done for the King, King Jesus, that is. And people say, hey, what do you mean by turning cities upside down? Well, you, with the power of the truth, the gospel, the revelation of Jesus Christ, you're going out there, and you are writing wrongs. People are living upside down. Their worlds have been turned upside down. They're living in deceit, lies, uh, sin, and and so there. They, and that's because there is a deceiver. There's a perverter. That's Satan, and he's twisted everything. But I'm telling you, the light of the truth will bring uh, the revelation of how to truly live, and really, Jesus will right your world, friends. So listen. Don't delay. Accept Jesus today hallelujah well thank you for tuning in listen we got a great episode today i'm joining the studio right now by a friend of mine the revy rev the reverend himself <laughs> sam spellman
1: hello hey brother Go- guten tag bonjour oh man oh <laughs> this guy i can't speak all the languages but that's i'm gonna give him a rip that's the best i got okay i don't wow. want to say it in portuguese but i wish i could i would say hello in portuguese
0: man you're a man of many, many talents yeah
1: that just came off the cuff okay that was very organic i wasn't prepared to do that but i thought it yeah fit. all right i don't i i don't you you want to learn portuguese i think it would be a cool language i know how to say love it's amo or um yeah it's amo, Te amo is like oh is that, like love you portuguese that's portuguese and then like french, said french is amour, which is like not amor that's death more like oh. mortify like mortify okay. yeah okay so you got to be clear if you're saying that learn that when we're in france you can't say like the la amour it's la amour hey yeah I f- that's a that's, I a that's a that's a difference
0: forgot about that y'all y'all have done a lot of ministry in france we did and that was really but, cool. but you're not quite fluent yeah
1: no i speak like a two-year-old is what i would consider myself <laughs> like i'm like a toddler like I can get, I have I know enough to like have basic conversation, like get around and buy like that kind of thing. Okay. But yeah. my like depth conversation skills, I kind of catch it easier. I can understand more than I can like speak. Cause I haven't learned all the yeah the verbs and stuff. Wow. But there's a lot that you can learn. It's it's really cool. Definitely when you begin learning a language. We had a lady that uh, and I thought this is spiritual. This applies because we're speaking spirits. Yeah, we communicate right. things. Right. Whenever uh we started learning it, we had a a lady that um was helping us. Learned, she said, you can't uh, translate it in your head. She said you have to think in the language. And I was like, oh, f- wow. when I first started, it was like throwing me off because I was like, I was translating. I was thinking, okay, how do I say a, a cup of coffee? And I would think in my head, okay, un tasse de café. Okay, like I was thinking in my head, but it's like no, it's like you have to like look at that thing and think that is a tasse, that is a, or that is café. That's not coffee. That's café. You have to associate the thing with the French word. Not uh-huh. the English word, and then translate it to the because you don't you don't translate English in your head. You just think in the language.
0: I I you know what with I'm, you know Spanish, what I'm saying?
1: brother. It's the same same principle. Okay, wow. But that, that's what helped me. But like, if you're getting into the Word of God when we're thinking about things, we can't think as a mere human, but we have to think as a spirit. Oh come, oh have to, come on, bring so, it back around. So whenever whenever you think about the Word of God or the truth yeah. in a situation, that's why faith changes things. Because you're not thinking. By what you see you're thinking by what the word of god says you're wow. op- you're operating from wow. a different like language if you will wow that's that's a little spiritual connection to something that was yeah seemed pretty normal i guess
0: um <laughs> <laughs> thank you because i was about <laughs> to take it uh, well I, I was gonna say i think i can say calculator yeah you can un, un oh that's sweet yeah 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 Just, uh, I have, you know when i think of french i I think of like moving my shoulders or something yeah they like they, um, they, they're, real, they're
1: real they're real good about their <laughs> language like they make you don't say croissant it's croissant well i don't know if i said oh it. hey that sounds good yeah they do like oh, a little croissant. a little bit of throat and then they also do nasal things so okay. like whenever they say a word it'll like end in their nose like mm, like nasally like different like it, it's in their nose wow so if you if you don't catch that that changes a word too sometimes wow man depending on how you I pronounce you it now, what
0: you never know what you're going to learn you never know the grace for this podcast that's right I'm so telling the, you, the more you know <laughs> i'm gonna turn friends upside down <laughs> yeah, bro. it'll be sweet Hallelujah. it's an awesome place are y'all going back cool. anytime soon
1: um i'm not sure exactly when we're going back but i okay. think we're we're working on it for okay. sure we're definitely gonna be going yeah. back at some point okay but yeah
0: well man hey uh again we're just honored you're here bro and uh man we're just having a great <laughs> great time
1: uh, we've, we've been having you're a You're just. Time.
0: I mean, I, I. You know. You know. I know. I'm supposed to love you, you know, because Christ commands it. But, <laughs> but I really like you too, man. So well, thank you. I appreciate th- th- that. This has been a lot of fun.
1: I think you're an awesome person yourself. So, so hey, like
0: jump you. us off in here, man, because you yeah, okay. we we were talking about something. Um, you know, kind of leading leading up to why I wanted to get with you and do this podcast. And uh, so just lead us there bro there's some great things man guys stirred up in you
1: we were talking and um it was actually sparked you guys had a conference here at your church yeah and it was um it was about the next generation praying i think it was hannah brim
0: hannah brim and patsy caminetti
1: exactly and they were talking about you know the the mantle i guess of of prayer and deep intercession not just kind of being left with the older generation but connecting yeah like yeah, yeah
0: connecting it yeah. Because if it's just going to be a lot like bringing the generations together for like a transfer, a spiritual transfer of inheritance, right?
1: Exactly. Because if, you know, and we began talking, well, there's a whole lot of things we went into conversation. So I'm going to try to privy y'all into the, the run up here. But that was something that was really, and it has been something that's been pretty heavy on my heart because um, I was exposed to it at a young age. We had uh, something called our master's word shop. Um, it was Dr. Ron Smith and Joe Jordan. Joe Jordan, yeah. They were uh, they were at our church and they did. Yeah. Um, services and what happened was we were we heard of local meetings that they were doing they were two they were a part of um oh what's the church sorry they were closely related to uh the Hagans. skin thing and he would drive okay. over to his yeah. church yeah and the good is it good ones yeah uh, Mo- uh, mom, uh and mom and pop good one okay Joe as, they, as they were affectionately okay. known. Exactly. Dr. Ron was their associate, and yeah, Joe Jordan was okay. their worship okay. minister. So they were connected to the Goodwins Church. Yeah, they were yeah, there yeah. for a lot, a lot of time. Okay. So they actually both ended up in the Kansas City area where okay. my parents had the church. And they started doing these meetings in the hotel. And we ended up going to one. And uh, as soon as Dad walked in, uh, Dr. Ron got off the stage, came down, and stuck his hand and goes, Hello, Pastor. We didn't know anybody, like, Didn't know him, never seen him ever. Came out and says, hello, pastor, how are you? And just introduced himself. Incredibly, incredibly uh, gentle, wise man. I really, a lot of reverence for him. Incredibly spiritual man. Anyway, he started doing, they started doing these meetings and eventually the Lord just unctioned us to ask, hey, if you, we have a building, if you guys don't want to do it because we weren't sure if they were doing it because they didn't want it in a church yeah. or they wanted it in like a public. We weren't kind of sure how they yeah. wanted to structure it. They,
0: and they were called what, something forum?
1: It was the, yeah, it was Our Master's Workshop or called the Forum. A lot of people called it the Forum. Oh, oh okay. So, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, the Forum is probably what most people would know it by, but it was Our Master's Workshop. And it was the vision that God gave Dr. Ron to release. As much, and it was essentially the thing I would say it's closest to is like a Comic Con panel. Okay. Where it's like there's a panel of people yeah. and we're all together and they're all just kind of working with each other to teach um, multiple. We, there was anywhere from 10, six to like 14 all on wow. ministers of wow. different giftings apostolic, prophetic, teachers, evangelic, everyone. And there, it would kind of alternate through, but uh, uh, Dr. Ron and Joe Jordan were kind of the mediators or interpreters of it. There was a lot of wisdom that came and I'm saying all of this to say what was um kind of instilled in those meetings I would like ask mom to like get out of school to go to them. Wow, like, I want to you know I want to go and because there was the presence of God was so th- I mean there was times you, we only did like 45 minute sessions because the teaching got so deep so mm-hmm. quick. It was like you had to kind of like take a minute to mm-hmm. even because there was a lot of really, really in-depth teaching, very mature teaching, I would call it, that was gone into some yeah. things, especially things of the Spirit, things regarding intercession, things regarding prayer, things regarding the gifts of the Spirit, the the offices. A lot of those things were kind of brought out, and it was things that Dr. Ron, Joe Jordan, plus any other minister on the panel had learned through their life. And they were just basically, it was like a super saturated way that the Lord gave to, you know, um, just like inject So a lot of people came from all around the country, and so it was it was really really cool. But in that, that you were in those, I was yeah, I was very I was able to to be a part of those, and I think in that there was a lot of things that I caught, Mm -hmm. as far as like uh, spirit of intercession and like travail. Mm -hmm. I I really think travail was something that I definitely caught there. I mean, there was times where we were in the altar, and I would hit like there was people that would hit full on travail in the altar during those services or those meetings. And we just be praying in the spirit for like an hour, just but like everyone unified, heavy travail.
0: Unfortunately, that's kind of become a taboo subject very in much. the uh, church, and yeah. it's very, it's very sad. And that, that I, dude, I was so like my interest was so peaked. Of course, you know I've known you for a while, mm-hmm. but that's that's one thing that that kind of um, was said about you. But then I also recognized it too is that you've given yourself to prayer, yes, uh, and that has worked through you intercession. Mm-hmm. Travail,
1: Absolutely. Wow. I, I it's just, phenomenal. I think that that, uh, that, you know, it's something that I, I caught, I was exposed to. Uh-huh. And I think even this, that's why when you read in the Bible, you'll read like kind of in the like ends or the, the medium of the epistles specifically. You'll read and they'll be like, but I wish that I would be with you in the flesh, not just in a letter. You know, but I'm actually, I wish to come and see you because there's certain things spiritually that I believe they're just, they're caught. You know, you can yeah. catch it in a word. You can. There's things. Yes, there's no distance in the spirit. Those things are absolutely the truth. But when you're actually in the physical space with someone, and your spirit, you're in earshot of their words. There's yeah. some things that, that the word changing, can do. It's yeah. different. Oh, yeah. That's why he says sure never forsake wow. the gathering of yourselves. Yeah, in, there's a in lot, particularly in as
0: we see the day approaching. Wow,
1: absolutely. Because it's but that that travail, that working with God in prayer. Those things are very, very valuable. They're very important. Um, and I know there's a lot of people that are definitely fighting for that and really, like, pushing it. But for the next generation, because a lot of the people that I see that are great prayers, they're all, like, 40 and up, yeah. respectfully. I mean, I I, yeah. I don't see a lot of people 22. Now I see a lot of worshipers. Or
0: older, bro. Uh, or or yeah, older. Yeah. Or
1: older. But I see a lot of people and young going into, like, worship, like music. Yeah. And, and those, well, things are, those things are exactly, they're valuable. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just because you go into this doesn't mean we negate but, this other part. Man,
0: listen. I, this know. this is my opinion sam okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is my podcast preface, my opinion preface opinion
0: <laughs> the reason why i think there's there's like because what what and and in a way is what also uh why i'm so interested in your story is because people your age and i don't really even know how how, how old you are i think you're 52 52 no,
1: i'm 23
0: okay yeah I'm not quite a child,
1: but I'm I'm a young 32. I'm young 20s. Uh,
0: You're definitely beyond your years, but 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 most people your age are going into like some sort of media, um, you know. Well, they a lot of the next gen are being directed into the areas that the. The bigger the broader church says these are the most important areas and so you see them going into media you see them going into production you see them going into music mm-hmm. because the worship uh, and i don't i don't want to lump it all into one thing but there definitely is a worship industry yeah uh, there's church as industry and so a lot of the young people are being encouraged to go into these things which are just supplementing for similar to the, the, arts. the future, right? Mm-hmm. So not all worship, obviously worship's great, but, but what I'm saying is that the problem is because intercession, prayer, the, the prayer ministries, intercession, travail, because that is not talked about or promoted. People are not um, moving no, in those yeah. areas.
1: They're not as aware of it.
0: They're not as aware of it. And a lot of the modern church, uh, you know, I was in the church growth movement really strong, and uh, I think I, I don't know if I've done podcasts on. It. I've done several messages on it. I was wrapped up in that really strong. The Lord dealt with me on that. I was even consulting for a while. But but there. But, but in in all the church growth stuff or churches churches in churches industry, I call it church Church-anity. There were no <laughs> chapters on prayer. Like you don't need really? to pray in that in that world. And so and. There's been some, That's like, even in the worship industry, we've seen some breakdown and degradation because there was no foundation. And, yeah. uh, you know, it got really popular. And, of course, everybody wanted to be a guitar player or a singer or, yeah. you know, piano. You know, give me the red one. Um, yeah. And, and uh <laughs> the road stage for
1: it's an amazing keyboard. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Um, anyway, I, I, and the thing that's funny too is I'm I'm a complete musician. I love music. Oh, really? Dan, sweet. Dan and I make music on our computers. Like we send beats and stuff. Like I'm not against worship, and I know you're no, not totally either. Not, but. Again, just because you emphasize one thing doesn't mean we should lack in the other. Exactly, especially when that other is like foundational. Like you one said. thing's
0: been overemphasized. Is what I was trying to say. Exactly,
1: yeah. I agree. I agree with that one hundred percent. Because that overemphasis, emphasis, emphasizing, whatever yeah. the word is for that, that overemphasis that's put on that creates this void in this other area and almost this frowned upon. Um, it, again, things are caught, you yeah. know, and and because of two because of the foundation of prayer and prayer being the the taproot because it it is one of the most foundational things because i mean you look at daniel in his life all the wisdom he had he didn't let me, let me preface this hold on oh my god i gotta find a scripture here. while you're
0: turning there my spiritual father uh kennedy hagan uh there's a book called the art of intercession and in that book, that a good book he says it. prayer is not a ministry of the church it is the ministry And a lot of people see prayer is just like a back room or a side room or a sideline activity. Yeah. And they say, well, no worship. And, 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 and so if, if we don't correct some things, we're raising up an entire generation by, um, well it's the worship By not experience. Promoting something, we're diminishing it.
1: Exactly. And yes. like like when you grow up, it's how do we structure services now? Again, not to get all again, not that you can't structure service worship totally. teaching, you totally. know, again, it's not like it's the wrong thing. But in that structure, we've emphasized worship, which is true, but where is the prayer as far as the get like for kids to see their parents interceding? Like, for me, one thing that helped is my parents, whenever we would we would uh, pray, we would intercede just like we would in the church or in prayer. We would do it at the house. we do wow. it at home. Wow. We'll pray in the living room. We'll be praying. I mean, there's times where we're all right, we're going to get together this week. We're going to get together today, this morning. Before we do anything, we're going to pray. We're going to seek the Lord. And we just pray in the Spirit, pray together until things start kind of bubbling up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and you just pray until something is kind of established. You know, that kind of intercession or working with God, because, you know, I've heard it said whenever you pray, you're you're working with God to make something happen. You know, all of your needs. I shouldn't just be praying for needs. Yeah, that's that. God's provided those in Christ. Yeah. You know, my needs are met. But what I'm praying for is I'm praying just kind of for the outer working of things. I'm kind of I'm decreeing things. I'm speaking things into the atmosphere. I'm telling things in the in the created world to line up with the will of God. Now listen to this. This scripture in John chapter seven. Oh, yeah. John seven, John seven, verse. Uh, let's do. I guess ten, and then I'll I'll run up to it with ten. It says, but when his but when his brothers had gone up, then he also went up to the feast, not openly, but as it were in secret. Then the Jews sought him at the feast and said, "Where is he?" And there was much complaining among the people concerning him. Say, some said he is good; others said, "No, on the contrary, he deceives people." Talking about Christ. However, no one spoke openly of him in fear of the Jews. So that right there, religion, this is a little nugget for free. Religion always works by fear. It's going to cap you. It's going to keep you in the box. If you don't obey, you're going to get smited. That's religion. Okay, openly for the fear of the Jews. Now, about the middle of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught, and the Jews marveled, saying, How does this man know letters, having never studied? Right. He's, mm-hmm. he's quoting scripture. He's quoting letters of things. And see, the Jews didn't just have the Torah, but they had all kinds of writings from prophets and other things. And he's quoting some of these you know, minor, lesser-known things where he didn't spend his entire life in the temple studying these things. Mm-hmm. Yet he's, he's quoting them. He's saying them. And Jesus answered, and this is what I wanted to emphasize here, answered them saying, My doctrine is not mine, but his who sent me. If anyone wills to do his will, talking about the Father, he shall know concerning this doctrine whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority. He who speaks from himself seeks his own glory, but he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. That's Mm. verse 17 and 18. Mm. So those two sections you see Jesus himself, son of God, son of man, currently ruling the known galaxies. Over, rolling the universe ruling the heavens there's a man up there mm-hmm. ruling it all yeah god yeah. Says, says he's given all authority to the son yeah so he's he's up there ruling reigning yeah you know and he's coming again right there's yeah. there's a man up there yeah. that's just a whole thing in itself but he why was he able to get to the level he was why was he able to do the things he did why did he pursue because he did not take credit in other words he was constantly seeking the lord and to seek the lord is to pray yeah wow he was constantly in this place of i only see or I only do what my father does i only say what my father says because he was in this place where he was constantly praying paul says pray without ceasing he was in in prayers just it's not just getting in and just speaking prayer is conversation mm-hmm. so he's conversing with the father he's aware of hearing the the voice of the spirit he's aware of speaking things to the father he's communicating openly He's aware mm-hmm. of these things. He has mm-hmm. quiet time. There was many times that he went off to pray. Yeah. You can oh, read yeah. about it throughout the gospels. Many times he went yeah. off and he was praying. Why? Because he was constantly inquiring of the Lord, as was his customs. The as was his custom, or I guess exactly. we could say habit, but habit. But, yeah. but that see, it that's, was his discipline. That's the same way in our lives. If we're going to expect, you know, this move of God, this, you know, we want people to be changed. We want, you know, the only way that's going to come is if it only if Christ could only achieve it as the anointed one, whom our older brother's called, he's he's called the firstborn of many brethren, then we also must have that same exercise. You know, it's like a muscle. we got to exercise our spirit in that the same way Christ did, you know, because how else are we going to be operating as spirits if we're not spiritually disciplined, spiritually intelligent, spiritually aware, you know, just like you can work out, you know, any muscle of your body, you know, you can work out your spirit, and you should work out your spirit.
0: Yeah, yeah, wow.
1: Counters. Yeah, I think that applies to catching things. Uh huh. Because things that are spiritual, they're spoken. Yeah. You know the the Lord talks about you know Paul, uh, well. I mix up There's a few different scriptures kind of rolling in my head. First John talks about testing the spirits, right? Right, you know, asking them, Did Jesus was he resurrected? Did he come as a man? That's a yeah. big deal. Yeah, did he come as a man? Yeah, not is he just the son of God? Yeah, the spirits believe, Yeah, he's the son of God, but did he do it as a man?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: flesh and bone. Did he come down and achieve everything as a man? That's a big, biggie. Yeah, you know, Antichrist isn't about that.
0: Yeah, right. You know, we'll right. let you
1: have your deity over here, but don't, don't you dare lump him in with yeah. the rest of you. Yeah, it's a
0: spiritual law. They, they either don't. They either don't answer or they have to reveal themselves if they're trying to absolutely deceive, uh, deceive you. Yeah. So there's wow. there's
1: comfort in that knowing that yep. okay did he come as a man did he do everything he did was he raised was he resurrected yeah wow. you know all of those things that's pursuing but that's you're answering a spirit uh-huh. you're answering a thought uh-huh. which is words uh-huh. if you have a thought it's it's a sense you know it's a sentence if you hear something in your inner you know in your inner dialogue in your soul in your mind you know and knowing as someone who's spiritual because this this comes with maturity not every thought that you think is your own thought
0: oh come on now you know and that can get real (laughs) it can get
1: real out of control really fast you say something like that yeah but you know we live in a world that is a fallen world there's things there's distractions there's voices Mm -hmm. there's opinions you know there's spirits that Mm -hmm. are that are trying to speak because they do not have a voice wow now, if a spirit can plant a thought twice, it talks about the fiery darts of the enemy. Yeah. You know, cast down every idle thought that exalts itself above the right. In other words, yeah. you can't, can't hear that yeah. and then speak it. Because if I hear, man, I, I'm just no good for nothing. Yeah. Right? That's a thought. Or this is another reality too, and this applies to family and parents, children. You know, the Bible says this, Jesus spoke, speaking said, the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are alive. Yeah. Proverbs says life and death is in the power of the tongue. Uh-huh. James said the tongue is unruly. If a man can master his tongue, he can master his whole body. Right. talks about, you know, we'll, we'll praise the Father and bless him, but then with the same tongue we'll curse the man made in his image. Mm-hmm. Okay, that whole section, all of those scriptures kind of emphasize and reinforce the fact, especially as a parent, what you speak over your child mm-hmm. spiritually can influence their mm-hmm. thinking, influences the, the spiritual taproot that they have if you if you mm-hmm. speak over your child you're good for nothing why can't you get it don't you understand mm-hmm. and you're you're diminishing you're critiquing you're coming from a very critical place those critical mm-hmm. words carry spirit wow they yeah. carry sauce on them you know yeah. like the anointing can carry sauce well you can carry fleshly selfish sauce mm-hmm. on your words too mm-hmm. you know that uh, um, I'll say this way back to the forum papa Ron one time or Dr. Ron was talking about this he was talking about one time the lord he was um speaking and there was a minister that had done some things and you see this, this is a very common practice in a lot of churches and it's something that you see and you're like eh. for me personally it kind of grieves my heart because you see it and you know the damage it can do but he was there was a man that did something and it was not right it was a a very poor decision as a leader in the body and basically he began to kind of criticize mm. this other minister he began speaking of you know He's a, you know, blah, 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 and just kind of going off on a little mm. tangent. Very similarly, we'll hear people in America say, the problem with the church is, blah, and then you just start ripping mm. every pastor mm. and, and, and known being. And in that, he said his eyes were open to the spirit, and he saw, and he said what it looked like was puke flying out wow. of his mouth and wow. just coating all of the people all over their, I mean, he said it was very wow. graphic, just hitting them all over, just poof, poof, and he said, "What that was is the Lord showed him your words mm. of of judgment, of uh, of um, criticism, mm. of offense. Mm-hmm. They're carrying this and they're they're sticking on the people. And unless the person is spiritually mature enough mm. to, okay, I gotta wipe that's That's not right. I'm gonna wipe that off. Christ is love. God's not mm. up there wow. vindictive. Love is wow. not vindictive. So okay, mm-hmm. God's not up there vindictive towards him. I'm just gonna wash that off. But unless there's that level of maturity to mm-hmm. be able to take something in." Cleanse it and go. Okay, well, chew, the, brother. Hagin, chew the hay, spit out yeah, the sticks. Unless that's there, yeah. You know, then you got especially a young in the faith. That's why James says, "Let few of you be teachers." Wow. Because you you start getting into some of these things, and it's very easy. It doesn't have to be a big. It could just be a little comment. But if those comments aren't put into to submission to Christ,
0: yeah. Or to, as I say, seasoned with salt. Seasoned with salt. <laughs> you know,
1: if they're not seasoned, then you you can uh, you can grace, really do yeah. some things. Wow. So it just all that is of that, a powerful picture. yeah, that that definitely is something. so when Jesus said, "My words are not my own," it's the difference between speaking on our own authority or speaking in in Christ's authority. Wow, you know and again, these things are purged through intercession. These things are purged through time spent with the Lord. Mm-hmm. These things are purged corporate anointings. Corporate prayer anointings; these things can can expose and purge things in a moment. What would take years to break a habit can just be broken in a moment. But unless Mm. these things are pursued, unless Mm. these things are taught, unless it's preached, as how will they believe? Unless it's you know proclaimed, spoken, unless they hear. So I just I really think it's something back to what we wanted to talk about in our conversation before we went to the podcast. (laughs) It was all (laughs) about this is great. Was kind of was was about this. You know, how do we carry the you know exchange? Yeah. mantles so to speak
0: right right yeah you, know, you 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 have uh you know you you are saying it's caught there's that saying uh more is caught than taught mm-hmm. there's definitely a place for teaching but being around a thing um by the way that works on both sides yeah. so i mean you, you you can catch some garbage
1: <laughs> that's true it says you uh, know what they I mean? say proverbs talks about being around fools. Yeah. Destroys you.
0: Yeah. Don't do that. Or uh, bad company. Bad company. Right. Yeah. Corrupts. That's
1: that's the scripture I was looking for. And
0: that's what it does. It (laughs) corrupts. Um, You know, there's another saying that your five closest friends are determining your future.
1: That's a good. So the
0: influences basically, the influences in your life are literally altering your course, either towards the things of the Lord or away from it. But, but there you, you carry a a um you you really carry a prayer ministry and i think that you know and i'm a musician uh, my wife is our we'll worship look leader. Look at us, guys. <laughs> like my son's on the worship team, so I'm not he diminishing that. He kills him, by the that. way. He's amazing on I'm the drums. I'm not diminishing that. <laughs> Your son's I mean, awesome at drumming. He, he is. I should have thrown that in there. He is. Uh, <laughs> not diminishing that, what, but, but what we're saying is if truly the work of the ministry is prayer, Jesus said my house should be called a house of prayer. Oh, come on. Worship's included. Oh, okay, worship, teaching. I'm the pastor of, mm. of, of of the church. I mean, I teach for an hour and a half. <laughs> I mean, I love it. But I'm saying, but what is the primary work of the ministry? And I think, you know, we were talking about how there's kind of a disconnect in the next generation. And I think some of this just has not been uh, demonstrated or exemplified in front of them in order for it to be caught. exactly, uh, We could sit here and say, here's what intercession is. One, two, three. And there's a place for that. Mm -hmm. But then there's another place where it's like, hey, let's get in there and pray. And this is where I'm imploring. Like I'm imploring on... On you, old school, right? Those of you that you think that you're not trendy or hip or cool, but I'm telling you, you know how to pray, and I'm telling you, this trendy, hip, and cool is going to go into the ditch if we don't get some of the foundational things and the prayer aspect of this. This is what you were saying. Yeah. As Jesus's custom, his discipline was, he would go and pray. Now we're not saying that um, uh, that uh, you know everybody necessarily carries a particular um like there may be some that are graced a little more but 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 i would you know because i i i i get pushed back on this all all the time people (laughs) say well i'm not really called to pray and so i'll say well are you are you born again yeah and they'll go well yeah i'm born again well jesus said my house
1: Shall be a house of prayer.
0: So, what is his temple? We yeah. we are his houses. We are his. Is it First, it's a first Corinthians six? Yeah. It says, do you, know, you are yep. the
1: temple of the Holy Spirit." Yeah.
0: So, so, so when I say you know you're called to pray, people are associating it with with like, well, I thought maybe I was called the pastor. Well, sure, but Leonard Ravenhill said that the pastor that's not praying is playing.
1: Oh, <laughs> there you go. They're, they're playing with some stuff. And even worship, you know, and not to go into a whole nother topic, but with worship, the first time it's even mentioned is in Genesis 22. Okay. okay. Whenever Abraham's going to take Isaac up, yeah, yeah. he says, we're going to go worship. We're going to worship. That's the first time. It's not, okay, we're going to go sing a song to the Lord. Yeah, let me grab my guitar. Let me grab my little, you know, my guitar. Yeah. and Isaac, you get the drums, and we're going to go worship. No, yeah, we're going to go. And get that new sound. See, the, sound the worship was directly connected to, and this is something the Lord's really worked in our hearts is worship is intimacy agreement and partnership wow now a song can help you be intimate. totally totally can help you agree it's a great vehicle for that but the song is not the end all yeah so when you get into even worship you focus if we focus too much on the vehicle you begin to idolize the vehicle
0: hey sam you know i i, I feel like i'm being negative against the worship he's not I'm, you're I'm, not i, I totally am not understand. but but here's here, go, go here here's what i'm saying let me say it one more time is i'm just saying let's be cautious because we've got our young men and women that are spending eight to ten hours practicing their instrument and spending no time fellowshipping with the lord exactly like there's got to be the foundation of, hey, if we want to define prayers, hey, just get with him and work with him. Like, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that opens the door to deeper places in prayer is because we say, I just want to work with you. Like, what do you yeah. uh, want me to do? So last night uh, at our church, Pastor Bob, he's Let's working, go, he's working Bob. behind the scenes. Let's go. Uh, Pastor Bob was ministering, and he finished up in James. And in James 1.1, 1, 1, there's a word used there, and it's bondservant.
1: That's a good word. And
0: there's a um, there's a the, the uh, Greek word has a masculine and a feminine. Well, one of the derivatives from the from that Greek word bond servant is doula. Okay. Well, a doula is a midwife. Oh. And that's the feminine uh, version of it. But when James said I'm a bond servant, what he was in effect saying is I've given myself to another in order to help them bring forth something. So so the the, yeah. the modern doula is a midwife. They give themselves it's a uh, doula is literally female servant it, it's come to take on midwife but they've given themselves to help somebody birth something. Yeah. When we just say hey I'm, I'm your bond servant. I just want to work with you. Well what does what what does it do? We work with earth. him to bring forth. Come on. That's what prayer that's that's the that's ministry really of prayer. Now, can it can it have an outworking? of music totally preaching Absolutely. totally prophetic totally apostolic but we've got apostles prophets pastors teachers evangelists we have musicians that have no personal relationship with him and if, if we were to strip them of all their tools and toys would there be the desire to just simply work with him in prayer
1: because the the that prayer is that's your intimacy that's yes. like that's for a lot of the intimacy like there's songs that the lord's given me there's things that i sing but it's where I'm not, but where did it come from it came from him it and came i'm not from and that I'm not time singing, right? and i'm not singing those things publicly yeah. i think too even you have the reality of you're gonna close this
0: out with a song bro
1: <laughs> watch out no it's you when you worship the lord and you're intimate with the lord there's things that the lord can bring up and there's things that are you know in prayer there's things that are corporate there's things that are individual. You know, there's things that you can only get in your alone time with the Lord, but there's some things you can only get corporately when you're pursuing the Lord as a group. Mm -hmm. You know, and the same thing in prayer. There's things you can only get praying just for you in that moment. There's certain things that... This is where two or three come together, touching things in heaven. So there's certain things that you can only touch in heaven when a few of you get together and you begin to pray together. Mm -hmm. So those things are, and you think about how God timed it perfectly whenever he made a family. He goes, I'll just put two people together. Oh, you got two or three. Wow. Look at that. Everything we needed, right? Just right there. Right there. Wow. So you have have your covenant partner naturally. You have your spiritual covenant because it says, don't you know you are the bride of Christ? Yeah. You're talking about midwife right. bride, you know you're you're working in this new covenant. That's why marriage is so, you know. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't, I don't know if I've I didn't really start with this, but the Lord's really given myself and my family family mission. It's yeah. bringing things back to family, the original intent. What does family even exist? How do we heal our homes? The Lord wow. told us if you heal the home, you'll heal wow. the land. You can heal your house, you know, and because at the end of the day you're going to come home you're going to lay in your bed you're going to sit on your couch if it's if the word of god's not on your couch it's not a part of your conversation in the kitchen it's not a part of your time when you're eating you know then it's not in your life it might be a aspect but it's not like the fabric same thing with your prayer life if your prayer life well yeah i'll go and i'll pray and we'll you know pursue the lord and see the devil wants us to divide and conquer Mm -hmm. it's literally the oldest trick in the book if he can divide your life into sections Wow! You know, oh, dude. this is your, you know, this is my prayer time. This is my. That's why Paul says, "Pray Ooh, without ceasing." That's good. You know, if he can divide your life into sections, he can begin to conquer. Because all he's got to do is conquer that one section. Once he's got a little territory there, then oh, then I'll move over here. They'll start. Wow! And eventually, then you're like, "Well, where's the Lord at?" Well, it started when we began dividing. Wow! Because God's not divided; He's not just you know a thousand little pieces. He, he is fills one. all in all. He says, "I am."
0: Wow, He's
1: not, you know. Dude, that's good. So those things can begin to have, but having just that little shift in your thinking where, you know, God's always with me. Yes. That means he's constantly probably communicating. You'd think the creator of everything that ever was says he wants you to have all things. He's probably trying to talk to you. Mm. But if we would distract, then see the enemy's all about distraction. And again, I'm not saying this just to like point my finger. This is stuff that the Lord has been. Highlighting in my own life, saying Sam, you need to really, uh, you need to you know turn down the time on your phone, turn down the time, you know, watching. Maybe now you're meddling. It might even be a good thing. I might even be watching a teaching video. I might right, be even watching right, a sermon. Right. But am I actually having just that one-on-one? The Bible says, "Be still and know that I'm God." Yeah. It doesn't say watch a sermon and know that I am God. Sing a song and know that I am God. It says, "Be still." It means be still, be quiet, no distraction, no nothing, and just focus and know. That word, no. You also are dealing with, whenever Adam it says Adam knew Eve yeah. and Cain and Abel in, happened. Intimate. That's yeah. an intimate knowing. That's not just yeah. like okay, God is God. It's no, you are you are being you are in an intimate space, vulnerable, like a husband and wife. They go back. There's an intimate moment where they're yeah. they're together. Same thing. You're getting yeah. intimate with your Creator. What does He want to birth in you? What does He want to seed? Your heart is like soil. We actually did a podcast on that really recently as a family about your heart being the, oh, the cool. soil. Yeah. So you, you you pursue those things. Again, prayer. Are you gonna catch prayer? Is the seed gonna take heart? Wow. You know? Wow. All of these things are really interconnected because again, Christ isn't divided, God's not divided. He wants everyone flourishing in all these areas. You know, and, and us highlighting the prayer, you know, the the intercession that we really could go into that we should go into as um, believers. That's just because we want you guys who are listening to this, we want you to be able to, you know, let's all step up in this area. Let's not mm-hmm. forsake these things, you know. Do not forsake the way of your fathers, yeah. Proverbs talks about. You know, don't don't let this part just slip through the cracks because of the distraction or maybe even the, the fame of, you know, being a, you know, a, not just worship. That's the example we've kind of been using today. But even just a teacher, well, you mean you could be, or prophetic. You know, all of these yeah. giftings, they're without repentance. Yeah says the giftings and callings are without repentance so no matter where your you know intimate repentant life is with the lord where you stand your gifts and callings are going to work because they're not for you they're for other people sure so god's not gonna you know sacrifice bill joe and and bob over here right you know and sarah you know he's gonna he's gonna use those gifts for them because he wants to reach them yeah but that doesn't mean you're 100 you know clean here your your heart's not yeah. in that place boy you know? i
0: i saw a post the other day uh, and the guy said that, uh, it's, don't measure a man while he's under the anointing. Yeah. Cause the anointing is an equipping for mm-hmm. service and it, it will razzle and dazzle and display. Yeah. But, uh, when, but when that anointing for service, you know, what's the character integrity behind the scenes? And this is what we're talking that's about. It's true. like, we're developing something that's not just for performance.
1: Prayer is not just for performance. No, you don't see him up on the stage going, like getting into it, and you're like, "Wow, that's so cool." Uh, Typically, prayer is kind of like, you know, like you're working in the kitchen kind of thing. It's
0: it's an intimate function, and I think you know this is why a lot of people have moved it out of the way. But I, but I think it's been moved too far. You know, I remember um, I don't know which book it was. Several books, Brother hagan has written. He's talked about this. He shared a story of this one church where there was this older lady who was up at the altar during the whole service and she was just giving herself to prayer and some sometimes she would get over into travail i heard recently let me add this as a side thought that uh, travail is the prayer it's the required prayer for birthing new believers
1: oh really
0: yeah yeah that's cool that is uh, That's uh, that's cool amy simple mcpherson said that oh come on anyways up, um, and so why would the why would the enemy try and shut down the prayer ministry of the church because he knows how powerful it is well anyway so this older lady was up front at the altar in front of everybody and uh she was praying and she was interceding for the whole service brother hagan said that they would have 40 to 50 new converts every month all kinds of miracles. Demonstrations. Well, wow. this church went through a transition, and they brought in another pastor. Well, the pastor was uncomfortable with that older lady up there, and so he shut it down. Uh, he's told, I, you know, he probably told her in a nice way, but you know, when I say shut down, you know, I don't think he was being, you know, rude to her. But he said, "Look, we we, we just don't want that happening. Uh, at least not during this time of the service." Brother Hagan said, "All of that stopped. Nobody was getting saved. the The healings and the miracles significantly dropped. Wow, because the prayer stopped."
1: exactly because the <laughs> prayer stopped Whoa.
0: and so you know there there there's there's a work here we're just not talking about yeah i prayed i talked to god about a new iphone um you know we're we're not talking to, like we're working yeah. with him like you can have a
1: we're working with eternity here yes
0: You're we not- we can go to him and say hey i need stuff or we say god well, i'm need- i'm available yeah can i what what do you need me to do you what do need you, me to pray in the holy ghost for
1: several hours complete, but see that's how love would operate yeah see and here's the thing too i a bond is, servant well and god's not asking us to do anything and this is a huge this is a something that's really helped my heart god's not asking us to do anything he hasn't already done himself
0: oh yeah right, yeah, you, right. you
1: can point a finger well god you've your galactic power not fair why are you yeah. asking so much of me right and yeah. you can point your finger and you got like four pointing back at you but you point your finger <laughs> right he sent his son when none were saved, everyone he operated by a huge step of faith, and even sending his son. Yeah. So yeah. for us to operate in faith and in trust. Yeah. Right. Faith is faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Right. Right. So if God, in faith, pursuing us to come, sent His Son. Yeah. The biggest sacrifice anyone could ever make. Yeah. Huge biggest highest appraisal right you've been appraised by jesus you are a perfect person that's your appraisal level that's your yeah, value yeah, yeah yeah right so that's that's been sent and then we're going to get upset <laughs> like how dare you know lord how but i want to sleep tonight yeah and again i'm not i'm not pointing a finger i'm just saying this is the things we can tell ourselves we can go into these places and be like well you're asking too much god yeah you're un, unreason ultimately saying god you're unreasonable but but, but he's not
0: but would <laughs> but would you get up at five thirty because uh you booked a gig
1: you know, you're about to get. You're gonna get one million bucks to go. And <laughs> I'm sing, messing with people. You know, about. right? You're you're gonna get one million dollars. Like they've already sent fifty thousand into your account as a down payment. Yeah. And you're gonna get one million, and you're making. it. But you got to be there. You got to wake up at five. Oh, you get there by six. You're probably gonna wake I,
0: up at two. I promise you. Gonna, make sure. I promise
1: you, you're gonna get there. <laughs> but see where, and see the Bible says where your heart is. That's where your treasures are. So if your heart, if, wow. if our hearts, with the Lord then we'll yeah. wake up when he wants us to wake up we'll go to sleep when he wants us to go to sleep because he's actually the lord
0: you know there's a strategy he's against a prayer though Jesus' own disciples man yeah he 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 asked uh three three of the top dudes
1: three the, the inner three because yeah, there's there right? was like there was some kind of circling going on again you might say that's offensive how dare god have closer friends than <laughs> other ones he can do what he well, wants you know, to He do. had John the Beloved. He had John you know? the Beloved. And Peter. <laughs> right? All right. So anyway. Well, so he <laughs> here.
0: he asked these guys to come and pray with him and he came back and he found him asleep.
1: Yeah.
0: He said, Hey, can you stay up with me? And he went back to pray and he came back. And he found him, you know, dozing. Yeah. And and he said, You know what? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. When mm-hmm. we're talking about prayer, it seems like there's a real strategy against it. Yeah. Um, because it's one I think in my in my personal opinion I, I i think it's one of the high callings to work with him on that level yeah you know to just say hey whatever you need i'm gonna i'm gonna be that bond servant i'm gonna help you bring forth something travail is associated a lot of time with giving birth yeah and
1: um i help you birth something it will spiritually we're gonna, we're gonna bring something into the earth yeah Jesus, whenever he said teach us to pray the disciples said our father who art in heaven holy are you first off recognize that god is above everything yeah then he goes into your will be done yeah your kingdom come in earth yeah as it is in heaven yeah give us this day our daily bread right there lead us not right all of those things will you work with me will you work with me will you bring in these things that's like that was like the first thing he hits yeah yeah and but see whenever we pray it's so easy to go we want an earthly thing lord I, i really need 200 bucks Right, and again, it's not bad to ask. I need Taco Bell money. I need gas money because gas is funny. Anyway, you (laughs) know whatever gas money because it's funny. funny. I didn't intend to rhyme, but that was yeah. You're a poet, didn't uh, know it. (laughs) You go into these things. We pursue these things, but it's like, are we going to pray just naturally? And again, not that it's wrong to say something because the Bible says, if you don't ask, how can you expect to receive? So I'm not saying don't ever ask for something. But our intercession shouldn't just be that low. Yeah. I feel like the, the enemy can really cap us if he goes just keeps us thinking naturally, if you will, you know, um, I'm only gonna pray about my next bill, or I'm only gonna pay like, why not pray to have two million dollars to create a whole, you know, network of churches in Europe? Mm-hmm. Why not pray to completely have the whole The Bible says we are supposed to be dealing with nations, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That means we should every believer, every believer everyone who would call on that, right, should be at the level. Mm-hmm. It is desired wow. to be at the level that we could deal with nations. Wow. That means if, wow. the, if the leader of France, Macron, right, if he comes to me and says, hey, Sam, you know, we need some funding for some things we want to do in the nation. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'll let you do that, but I want to make sure you're reviving and taking care of all the churches, the Catholic churches that you've abandoned. Mm-hmm. I want you to go in there, and I want you to change. And you can begin, to, you're dealing with nations, God wants us dealing with, he doesn't want us just be like, man, I just wish I had a, you know, a Prius that had a little bit of good, again, not that those things are bad, right? but I'm just trying to help us help our imagination kind of expand a little bit.
0: Well, we're, 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 we're saying the, the Lord is desiring.
1: He wants that for us.
0: That we would go beyond. And again, like I, I'm, I mean, I'm totally agreeing. Like, yeah, your needs. Great. That's awesome. Talk to him about that. But he's saying, will you work with me though? And I don't know if that—that's just the words that come to my mind. But he—he he said, "I I I want to I I want to I, 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 I want you to work with me, work with my spirit." Uh, Romans eight said that that the Holy Spirit that He will uh, because we don't know how to pray as we are. It's yeah. it, it, it's not that we don't know how to pray. We don't know how to pray as we are, and right in that says it says the Holy Spirit gives us the prayers. That's basically what yeah. He's saying: His Holy Spirit is giving <laughs> us the prayers. That's working with Him. He is seeding our the womb of our spirit, come on with that with 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 the purpose and the plan of God, and as we give ourselves into intercession, it may even get over into groanings mm-hmm. I think that freaks people out
1: yeah you, know, you can get you can get into a lot of men because you're not just you know again, I'm not just speaking naturally, but I'm spiritually releasing things you're birthing something you're birthing something, and if you see like <laughs> You see, like a warrior. You know, this is this. You talk about groanings, and then I want to get back into that. But the, whenever Jesus was on the cross, when it says whenever he says it is finished, and he breathed his last. Breathed his last. In other words, there was breath that came out. Mm-hmm. It said at that point. Then you look. It says then the centurion said, "Surely this is a military man, not a religious man." Right. He's at the foot of the cross. Yeah, he's Roman. He's Roman. They've they're they're a completely different culture. Or totally, totally. He's there. He's looking. Total militant. To the T, te- he's a he's a high up official yeah. in the military. He's Bad man, jam. Ba- like he is raw. He's Rambo. Yeah, this dude, Arnold exactly. Schwarzenegger. Think about like the most raw <laughs> dude. You're, I mean, Jean raw. Claude. Exactly, and he's you know no apologies, like raw. And he looks and he sees this man, Jesus, beat to a pulp. Yeah, marred, barely even like hang. And he breathes, and when he breathes, it's finished. He didn't go, man, that's a bummer. He goes, this man. Was the Son of God? Because whenever Jesus breathed, I like—I like to imagine where my mind goes—is he had to have heard that cry before?
0: Uh-huh. okay. Yeah,
1: I mean, you—you sure. you have men charging. You think of like storming the gate, the beaches of Normandy. Mm-hmm. You've got men yelling. Mm-hmm. It wasn't quiet. Oh, we're going to go on. north. They are groaning. They are screaming. There is every bit of who they are. They are really, there's war cries. There's, yeah, it was the, it was the voice of something being accomplished. Yeah. See, whenever someone's laying their life down like that and they're yelling, they're giving their voice. That's not the, the voice of a, of a defeated, you know, victim. That's the voice of someone who's, they just aren't. He just purchased at that moment. He purchased Everyone, every soul, yeah, every wow. spirit. He won, he defeated wow. death, he conquered. Right in that moment, the pinnacle of everything is happening. And he says, It is finished. That was a victorious statement. Wow. And that it so impacted the centurion. He goes, Surely this was the Son yeah. of God. The, oh this,
0: he it's like he felt it. He felt it. He's yeah, like, There's yeah. no
1: way. And he wasn't even, you know, religious in that word yeah. in that way. Or spiritual yeah. in that way.
0: It was like the general
1: just He's over. like he just he just did it, yeah. and so whenever you're travailing back to what you, when you're saying things in prayer, it shouldn't scare us. Mm. I mean, it mm. should be something that we actually pursue because there's things that can happen. There's things that can only be released through a yell.
0: Yeah, there's yeah. things
1: that can only be released through a, a groaning or a, uh-huh. a louder. And so the Spirit helps us to pray because if you're put into context, if you're praying about something with an eternal God, not mm. just limited by time, but you're talking galaxies. Mm-hmm. Mega power. I mean, every star in the known galaxy, which is upwards of trillions, zillions. I mean, it's disgusting how huge the number yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. All the power in all those stars is still not yeah. even He's close. Above He's above it all. So if wow. you're working with him, a little bit of groaning makes sense. <laughs> a little bit of extra noise. <laughs> but that's noise weird, Sam. That's weird. Sense. Those people are freaks. That's it weird. Makes, it makes sense. You'll People freak out for a, a dude kicking a ball in a net and lose it <laughs> they go yeah. and they'll, they'll lose it and they'll be like dancing it and, and yet we won't work with the creator of the known universe, the known universe. that's Heavens the disconnect the,
0: the old saints would do this it's a lot more uh it was a lot more common they they would pray they would get to the altar they would pray they would pray in their homes they would pray till they got the victory
1: and kids would see that
0: kids would see it, they
1: see, would it. Catch that's it. that's
0: what I'm saying it's like it's been um subtly systematically Definitely removed systematically. out of sight Definitely. and but to me you are a prof you you, you are a prophecy <laughs> you are a prophetic voice in this sense is that um that you represent god's desire to reconnect you know i'm thinking of where uh, jeremiah 6 where he said um go to go to go to the crossroads and look for the old ways yeah. And he says, there, or for the old path, or one translation yeah. says the ancient path. The ancient path. And he says, there <laughs> you'll find rest for your souls. And listen, there's something, a spiritual inheritance of prayer mm-hmm. that is for this generation. And there is great power. James, I think I quoted it when we opened the podcast, James five sixteen, It says that we're, the prayers, steadfast prayers of righteous men. Uh, men and women, fervent prayers of righteous men and women, Amplified says, make tremendous power available. available the devil doesn't want that
1: no he doesn't
0: now worship does amazing things it sets the stage for so many things teaching evangelism all oh, that's awesome we're not diminishing that at, at all but even Reinhard Bonnke, the great german evangelist he got a hold of the power of prayer and intercession and later in their ministry were, we're they were actually able to uh, facilitate it He had built under the stage what they called the furnace. Yeah. And they would have up to 500 intercessors interceding and travailing while he was delivering the message.
1: See that right there? But see, are we willing to humble ourselves? And we got to think, and this goes back to even what we've, we've talked about before, are we thinking generationally? Would I be willing to be the stepping stone for the next person behind me? Like, would, wow, would I be willing to get down on my hands and knees as, go, a bond servant. as a bond servant and let someone step over me up another level? Would I even think that would be worth it? Or do I want to be the one on the stage or do I want to yeah. be the one, you yeah. know, again, and it's not.
0: Are again, you the dog eating yeah. dog and climbing the ladder? It's not
1: bad to be on the stage. It's not bad. No, I mean, no, we're, we're not. not but, but at the same time, where's your heart at? Because Jesus, yeah. it says he did not find it lost. He did not find it to be diminished to come down as a man
0: yeah he said he set the example
1: he set the example so why would i find it diminishing to maybe i'm not the one that gets the 10 billion souls in but man the son that i raise the right. daughter that i raise they become the the one that totally wrecks the whole continent of asia or you know what i'm saying like wow. but are we willing to even think that kind of generate like lord i'm going to pray every day not just for my own gain but for their gain because that's what jesus did you read john 17 the whole prayer is for us. And John 17 he says, yeah. Lord, I, th- I pray that they would know me and we would know them. I think I not pray for these alone, but for those who would believe on me through their testimony, talking about the disciples. So Jesus has prayed for you. He's wow. prayed for me to be able to walk in these things. Jesus said, There's things that I want to share with you, but I cannot say them that paul same thing to the corinthians there's things i want to share with you but you're yeah. still carnal in your thinking yeah in other words through intimacy with the lord through this times of prayer these intercession these moments where things are caught these things being handed down right why would i want to work my whole life just to get where my grandpa was mm-hmm. why not just start where he left off mm-hmm. and then yeah. start where the next one left yeah, off and then, it, then, and then, then you're sh- then you're going like 200 300 times higher yeah. than you would but again the american culture will you do it yourself start from the beginning and earn it yourself you know and that's totally counter kingdom
0: remember paul said he said i travail again uh-huh he said i travail again that christ be formed in you again you know there's an intercession unto salvation and then there's a trail a travail unto maturity mm-hmm. that's been the enemy's tried to stop that up
1: absolutely absolutely
0: so Sam, give us here uh, yeah. in the last couple moments of the pot, time. Time flies, bro. We totally we just get going. And it's like it's done. It's done. <laughs> we just started. Uh, give us, you know. So it's it's caught. Mm-hmm. What is your encouragement, maybe to you know, you're in your 20s. Uh, what I is in fact in my 20s. What is your encouragement <laughs> to this next gen? Like we need to not be adverse to uh, catching. You know, receiving that in spiritual inheritance being handed down to us.
1: I think it it definitely connects to, you know, how um, not just intelligent, you know, it's not just about acquiring things. It's about giving things. It's about becoming, you know, the one whom the Lord works through. All things stem from God. All authority stems from him. The fact I'm even breathing stems from him. Mm -hmm. Letting those things be so foundational where you're actually open to, you know, I didn't get here on my own. You know the amount of people, and even you know you mentioned earlier, man. You just you seem like you're way above your years. There's a lot of, you know that didn't come because I spent you know 10 hours locked away in my bedroom, you know, and just there was many times where I've had hands laid on me. Bible talks about things being administered through that. Yeah. There was times I've had many words spoken over me, prophetic things. There's been things that uh, a lot of intercession that has that I've been exposed to, um, and I wouldn't have just you know gone out and just figured it out so it's you caught a lot of I stuff I caught a lot of said. things. So being able to catch things been being open to it, being humble enough to realize this wasn't, you know, all me and realizing I'm not the end of it. Mm-hmm. I think that too, the enemy will try to cap things, especially as a young generation, you think mm-hmm. well this is and the enemy emphasizes where the generation before messed up. It's always talking about well wow you know, you're you're you know the, the problem with the baby boomers was they'd never discipline yeah, or the problem yeah. with the, whatever they were a bunch of druggies and the, they never did and whatever your, you know, excuses. So there's always this bad light put on, uh-huh. you know, well, the problem with your parents is they caught, you know, they, they never had a healthy, and I hear this a lot. There's a lot of psychology terms that have been thrown oh, recently. Yeah. Psychology is the study of the fallen man, not the oh, heavenly man. Sure. So you don't, you don't, Psychology only helps too a little bit. It might tell sure. you what it's called, but it's not going to help you get free from it. Yeah. So pursue the Lord and his spirit because he will help you. But the psychology of things, well, you'll hear people say, well, their problem is you. they didn't realize that they're gaslighting you or whatever the term may be. So there becomes a self-justification that I'm better than my parents or there becomes wow. a self-justification that I'm better than the, than the generation before me yeah. because, well, I've, I've, you know, been, and people use the word woke or I just, I have knowledge or intelligence on it. You know, I actually understand that. And so they're the Bible says this, this is a good scripture it says every man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. In other words, I can think, you know, I figured out the problem with, you know, this denomination, or I figured out the problem with my parents or I figured, and you are right in your own eyes, but in reality, the only reason you have any light at all is because God's given it to you, mm-hmm. which means if God's given it to you, he can give you as much as he wants or as little as he wants.
0: And he, and he might have gave it to you for a prayer assignment, he too, might. right? <laughs>
1: exactly. I mean, you think about There's so many um, aspects to like really break into, but your question, how do you really become, you know, how do you pursue these things? How do we connect the gap? my heart, I believe the connecting of the gap is being open, Not being wise in your own eyes. Wow. um, As much as possible, you know, I'm only 23. I'm not. I haven't been on the earth nearly as long as a lot of people. And there's a lot of things I still don't understand. There's a lot of things I still haven't, you know, got a grasp on. There's things that I'm struggling with that I'm working with with my family, with you know, friends, and with the Lord to to work out of my own life. You know, habits and I mean, all kinds of stuff that you know, I'm by no means a perfect man, Mm -hmm. but understanding that. I can gain as much as I'm willing to submit, you know, submission is not a bad word, Come on, you know, sub submit or submission is just simply under mission. Mm-hmm. So if someone's got a way better mission, which I believe God's got a way better idea of how to live my life than I do. Mm-hmm. So if I just submit myself to his mission for my life or I submit myself to the leaders he's put in my life, because all authority mm-hmm. stems from heaven. Mm-hmm whether I think they're right or they're wrong. That's why Paul talks about, you know, slaves. He's like, you know, be, you know, a good uh, servant to your master, even the bad ones. And you're thinking, well, that didn't make sense, Paul. You know, they should be, you know, they should stand up and rise up and kick it to the man because they're getting oppressed. Well, no, he says actually be submitted to them. Why? Because in that submission, then God is able to elevate you. You're able to then catch these things that you would you you can't catch the heart of prayer by ego or by pride Mm -hmm. it's only caught through a love a humility and a submission i guess that's probably the best way to condense what i'm trying to say is that last statement
0: wow that's strong though (laughs) i like that i
1: believe that that's again that's my opinion on that. that's what i believe um again there's tons of scripture on all of this i encourage everyone listening don't just take my word for it. Go and read the word. Go get along with yeah, the Lord. Sure. You know, let, let the word of God, you know, weigh these things because there's there's a lot of deception out there. Humility. I think Keith Moore said humility will be your protection from deception.
0: Words of wisdom. That
1: is some of the most found, like sound Profile. wisdom ever yeah. in your life. So I know that was probably a very long winded answer to a very simple question, but ultimately just no, your, though, your humility definitely is a is a key.
0: Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. Well you've definitely uh god's doing some great things in your life with that tell us things. a little bit brother how people can get a hold of what you're doing yeah. and um the easiest you know, you've way, got a podcast i do have a podcast you work with your family I tell work,
1: us yeah that's right um if you want that. to get in touch with myself or my family you can go to spellmanministries.org that is s-p-e-l-l-m-a-n org. Yeah. there's ways to contact us on there there's free resources on there with our ministry family oh, cool. mission podcast is available on there the podcast um that we all do is called the family mission podcast the one that I do is called Roar, Revealing Our Amazing Redeemer. They're all available: Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. Like they're available, you can listen to them. That's Awesome! Um, and you can also look them up. Uh, Family Mission Podcasts, plural. When you look them up, because it's all like a, it's like a group channel. We got four different shows. We put on one just to make it that's nice amazing. and condensed for y'all. <laughs> I that love way, it. you're not having to look up four different and follow four different things. It's all it's all on one feed. Okay. But yeah, that's that's kind of the main. And then Father and I were doing. We're getting ready to do a men's um, yeah. retreat. Here coming up, if you're in like Arkansas, Southeast, Southwest, South Missouri north arkansas yeah. area which We're is what
0: near poplar bluff near poplar bluff it's area. actually it's
1: actually in Win- winona which is actually a little bit uh, west of bluff okay it's off kind of off 60 so if you, okay. if you guys know where 60 highway is going across south missouri it's it's on that highway. so
0: where uh where can they get information about that
1: that again is also available on our facebook spellman okay. ministries it's available on our uh, it's gonna be available on our website you can check out all of those things easiest way is our facebook we put all of our all of our stuff's there first okay, okay. um spellman ministries on facebook the the flyer and stuff's on there and wow Wow. yeah i think that's about i think that's about all the the niceties i got
0: okay hey check them out man you want to have
1: us come if you are a minister and you want us to come and say hello to you and just 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 get to know us i can totally
0: vouch for their ministry
1: come get to know us um just get in contact with us yeah there's plenty of ways to do that
0: cool sam thank you brother appreciate it man hey so uh check them out Follow them. Stay up with what the Lord's doing in their life. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I mean, I've just enjoyed this, this time with Sam. Hey, if you need some prayer, uh, there's probably somebody close to you. But if not, listen, we're here for you. And if we can partner with you in joining our faith with yours, it would be an honor to do so. Several ways you can reach out to us. You can call us, 870-741-9099, or send us an, e- an email, hello at Grace City Church. I want to give a big shout out to all of you who have financially contributed in some way. Uh, No charge for the podcast, but some have said, hey, we just want to help you. Several ways you can do that. If that interests you, you can go to the website, gracecitychurch.tv forward slash give. Or if you're in the United States, you can text to give 84321. That's 84321. Follow the prompts. Or you can mail a check to PO Box 7, Harrison, Arkansas, 7260 to listen friends thank you so much this has been the grace for this city podcast and until next time be blessed